This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Brian McTaggart, who covers the Astros for MLB.com. And as we speak, Brian, you are watching spring training games. How have you been? Are you eating right? Are you sleeping enough? What's going on with you? <laughs> uh, wow, both of those are big challenges at spring training. Eating right, sometimes. I did have a salad today and an apple <laughs> and some grapes and a banana. Okay, healthy. Uh, sleeping well enough. Uh, I did pretty good last night. Some nights, no, but... Uh, all in all, I'm, I feel uh, not too bad, but uh, I'm also wearing a lot of sunscreen. I did have a, uh, a skin cancer screening today at the ballpark. Okay, that's I look great. good so far, so i got to keep it up. All right, keep wearing that sunscreen. That's going to be your lifesaver there, my friend. Um, yeah. All right, so unfortunately, we're just going to get the kind of bad news out of the way to start the podcast about Yuli Gurriel, and he underwent surgery to remove the hook of the hamate bone in his left hand. And Jeff Luno said that it's a pretty reliable surgery and we know what the outcome should be. So, Brian, he's going to start the season on the DL. He wasn't going to start anyway um, uh, because of all of those other things going on with him. But what I want to look at is who does this open the door for to, to have that position on opening day? Yeah, well, we've got a store on MLB.com now, Astros.com, just about that particular topic. They, mm-hmm. they do have, uh, you know, a few first basemen in camp who are competing. Um, Tyler White, which, of course, uh, a name familiar to Astros fans. He made the opening day roster a couple of years ago. He's going to be competing for that first base spot. Um, he can also play a little third and second, so he's got some versatility on his side. Right-handed bat, um, A.J. Reed, one of their – top prospects from a couple of years ago he can uh left-handed bat with power and he, you know he can't really play anywhere else but first base but he did lose about 25 pounds so he could play first base a little better he said it's made his swing a little bit quicker as well so he's going to be in the mix with that power from the left side of the plate and then the other one that's in the hunt is jd davis right-handed hitting power hitter who was a uh, a third baseman coming up he's playing a little bit of first in fact playing uh first base in the uh game against the Red Sox this week. So, um, you know, he's got a little bit of versatility as well, has some pops. So basically these three guys have a month to see, you know, who can be the opening day first baseman or at least take that spot. I mean, Marwin Gonzalez could start an opening day. But with Gurriel going to be out six weeks plus the suspension, you're looking at probably mid-April before he comes back. So um, it'll give them a good chance to get a couple of weeks in the big leagues and maybe make a good impression where they can come back later in the season. Brian, you say mid-April, and I think about it, it doesn't really feel too far away, but there is a there's significant time between now and then. Uh, but it feels kind of scary close mid-April to me when you say it out loud. Uh, let's let's talk about next Lance. Month. It's next month. I know, I know. That's why it's a little confusing because you know we talk about these guys returning, and it sounds like it's far away, but really it's not. It's it's 
it's right there. Uh, and we're in March. It's March 1st. So opening day is just 28 days away, too, which is exciting for everyone I know. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., I'm sure, is excited. And I, I watched the video, Brian, that you put on your Twitter account of him talking about uh, his recent outing. And he said that, quote, he's not handcuffing himself with his breaking ball. So what did you see from him in his spring debut? What's encouraging about his start? Well, yeah, well, he, I mean, you know, he came out and was just trying to focus on control with the, uh, the change-up and the, uh, the fastball. We all know he's got a good fastball. We know he's got a good curveball that he likes to pitch a lot. He throws more curveballs pretty much than anybody. But, mm-hmm. you know, the change-up is going to be a key pitch for him. And, uh, you know, if he can continue to use that a little bit more, I think, in addition to the fastball and curveball, it'll make him uh, as successful as ever. But the good thing about Lance is he, he looks like he's really in, in good shape and, and really healthy. You know, he struggled with some things the last couple of springs, but he went out there the other day and threw two innings without any problems whatsoever. So he looks really good, and, uh, you know, I'll be anxious to see next time he gets on the mound, start throwing those, uh, he calls them bangers, start throwing those bangers that bang off the ground <laughs> in front of the catcher. And Because and, uh, remember last year, he closed out the ALCS with 24 consecutive right. curveballs. So. For him to go out there and not throw a curveball, uh, that, that was pretty tough for him to do. But it shows he's it shows he's really committed to trying to work on that that change up a little bit more, I think, and refine that fastball location. Okay, another guy we've got to talk about, Brian, is Forrest Whitley, uh, drafted 17th overall in 2016, the Astros' top-ranked prospect, and was suspended by Major League Baseball for 50 games without pay for a violation of the Minor League Drug Prevention and Treatment Program, Brian. So what now for Forrest Whitley? How much could this hurt his chances of really making it with the Astros? Well, I don't think it's going to have any huge long-term effects. I mean, yeah. you know, suspended 50 games. He's going to miss the first couple of months of the season. So you're talking seven, eight, nine starts. And at 20 years old, that's, you know, that's important developmental time. But the fact is he is still 20. And he's still going to have four months of the minor league season to, uh, or at least three months of the minor league season to come out and, try to get a good season under his belt and you know I think more than anything I mean there, there was a chance I think it was a slight chance that he would have got called up at the end of this season I mean I know a uh, Jeff Luno the GM has said that a couple of times I find it a little hard to believe just based on his age yeah. and the, the depth of the pitching the Astros have but I would almost think this would almost rule out any any chance of him coming up at the end of the season but that's okay I mean if he starts in double a spends six weeks there uh, and pitches as well as he did last year finishes the season in the rotation at AAA Fresno, then he sets up nicely, I think, to, to start next year in the rotation at, what, 21 years old. So a little bit of a, a road hump, not yeah. a major setback, as long okay. as he doesn't get dinged again, because then you're talking about some really long suspensions and stuff that could be uh, really uh, the kind of stuff that could derail a career. Uh, Brian, Justin Verlander, spotless in his spring debut. Have you noticed the impact that he's having on this team already in his first spring with the Astros oh yeah for sure I mean he's you know he said a couple of times that he's excited to work with the younger players he's you you can see him over at the corner of his clubhouse talking with Garrett Cole one day and Lance McCullers Jr. the next and you know even a couple of the younger uh, younger pitchers but um, this is uh you know he comes in here at 35 years old a guy who's done everything MVP Cy Young's he's now got a World Series under his belt so he's got a wealth of knowledge and he loves to answer questions to guys about um, whatever they may have, young guys, old guys. And, and uh, he's just been a great influence so far in the clubhouse. And 
just even the way he goes about his business, you know, he's got a very uh, strict routine that he's been doing for a long time. And if young pitchers can kind of follow what he's doing, I think they would set themselves up to to do pretty good himself because it's really worked well for him. And lastly, Brian, I really like talking about the dark horses in camp. We know Justin Verlander is going to take care of business, but I like the dark horses. And you wrote about the Astros' number eight prospect, David Paulino, who's yet to give up a run after firing two and two-thirds scoreless frames against the Twins. Uh, He walked two, but he struck out a pair, and he didn't give up a hit. And also Kyle Tucker, who no one is surprised about, I'm sure, uh, settling in with two home runs so far in spring. Is there someone else that stands out to you uh, in spring that maybe we, we don't know his name as well? Well, uh, yeah, actually, as, as we're talking, I know that people are listening to this late. As we were talking, Kyle Tucker hit his third home run <laughs> of the spring. So okay, Kyle there Tucker, you go. Kyle Tucker continues to uh, to have a good good spring now, swinging that hot bat. But, uh, That's because yeah, we were we talking know, you know, about he was it, Brian. Suspended last year for 80 games, so and then he had surgery to remove bone spurs. So he's definitely a name to watch, and you know he's come on and, and, and pitch, pitched pretty well and opened some eyes. I think one of the biggest uh, positives, I think, as far as young guys at camp, is a, a young Cuban pitcher, right-hander named Rogelio Armenteros, who has a great changeup. He's the Astros' number 12th ranked prospect, and AJ Hinch said this week, flat out, he's going to pitch in the big leagues this year. And he put up tremendous numbers as a starter last year in Fresno. I think he was 10-1 and one with an ERA around two. So, um, you know, if you're looking for a guy that might fill that Forrest Whitley come up uh, young kid in the rotation, mm-hmm. keep that name in mind, uh, in mind Rogelio Armenteros, because he's got great stuff, great changeup, and looks like he's going to pitch in the big leagues at some point this year. But he, he's, he's looked really good so far in the spring. All right. People are going to have to remember that name. And lastly, Brian, anything that you're working on this week that can uh, draw some eyes to Astros.com? i got a really cool story that's going to be coming probably by before we talk again. Um, I don't know exactly what day, but um, I think everybody knows if you're an Astros fan, Joe Smith, the the pitcher they they Mm -hmm. signed in the offseason, a nice veteran free agent addition that his wife is Allie LaForce. She is a sideline reporter for college basketball for TBS does some NBA games. Well, she was down here this week in between games, in between her schedule, and I was able to get both of them together and talk about their crazy schedules, how they met, which was really interesting. They met, believe it or not, on Twitter. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, Joe reached out to her on Twitter, and next thing you know, they were shooting hoops together and trying to hit uh, half-court shots. <laughs> and, uh, and now about their crazy lives. I mean, he's obviously all over the place as a Major League Baseball player, but – She's also all over the place as well with her career. So that story is going to be coming within the next, uh, hopefully, three to seven days. And um, it, uh, Allie was very, uh, very generous with her time, and Joe was as well. So that should be a fun, fun one to everyone to look out for. I love it. I love it. I'm a huge fan of hers, so I'll definitely be checking that out. If you need your Astros fix, make sure you head to Astros.com, read all of Brian's work. We're going to let Brian get back to the game because he's got to keep his eyes on the prize here. Uh, but, Brian, thank you so much for your time. All right, Danny, thank you. Talk to you next week. All right, with Brian McTaggart, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.